Hey folks, this is Ryan Gray, the host of the Medical School HQ podcast, talking to you with a special podcast. It's not one of our normal episodes with all the the music and the hullabaloo. I I just wanted to bring you a quick special podcast where I went and talked to Martini again, and, and Martini is who used to be pre-med princess on Twitter, and she now is med school queen. That's right. Martini got into medical school and is now attending, and I wanted to bring her on to talk about what has what what she has experienced during the first couple weeks of medical school. While it's fresh in her mind, I wanted to pick her brain to see if it was worse than she thought or better than she thought and uh, some of her best experiences. If you haven't heard the original podcast with her, it's session 34. You can get that medicalschoolhq.net slash 34, as in 34. Martini, the medical student. Oh my gosh, so surreal. Yeah. I definitely just got done running. I had to release <laughs> some of the stress. Yeah, and you can talk about that. I mean, exercise and anything to unwind is necessary. Yes, extremely necessary. I, I don't know how anyone doesn't do that. <laughs> That's awesome. So I think it, I, I was just excited when you were talking about the white coat and wearing your stethoscope tomorrow, that it would be fun to get a kind of a, a quick... Um, update on medical school for you and while you're fresh into it to get your thoughts on what's going on and if you thought it was worse than you expected or better than you expected and and uh, hear what you say. It's um, it's definitely a lot worse than I expected. But, I mean, it was, it's a different case for me because I got accepted, I mean, the first day of orientation. So... Obviously, that was a rush, and um, that was stressful, and um, I had to come down. for I already missed a day of orientation. They called me that day, and I had to come down. It's, uh, it's about four hours. It's in state, so it's not that bad of a drive, but I didn't have a place to stay. Um, it was just a crazy experience. I just got my desk this weekend, and we've been here for two weeks, um, my desk and my table, so... Yeah, I mean, it it hit me like a brick wall. <laughs> so to just jump right in there. Going into the classroom the first day, what did, what were you thinking? Am I really here? Did this really happen? It, it was just so exciting, um, but then obviously it started to wear off as we got all of these papers um, thrown at us and. But, I mean, yeah, I'll always remember my first day. It was really nerve-wracking, too. I was super nervous. I didn't. I only knew one person and has about 215 kids. It was a pretty big class. And, you know, everyone already had their cliques, you know. Everyone knew each other. Um, and I just, I don't know, I felt kind of, like, excluded, I guess. Because, I, I mean, I hadn't been there. And people had been there for weeks already so it was it was an experience <laughs> wow that's crazy so so tell tell us what it was like to get the the syllabus and see exactly how much there was to to learn i mean my eyes probably 
uh, <laughs> got two or three times bigger. It's, it's just a lot. And I always knew it would obviously be very challenging. And that's what sets us apart. You know, not everyone can do it. I just didn't realize the extent of how much material um, you would be given. It's not necessarily that it's extremely difficult material. It's just so much thrown at you. You know, you're wondering how can you fit all this in your brain? I had to change my study methods completely from how I studied in undergrad. And it's just been been a learning process. We've already had our first test. So been just moving right along. <laughs> so how did you tackle that as far as knowing that you needed to change your study habits? Because that's one thing I tell a lot of people is that you're going to have to probably try a couple different ways to study until something works for you. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I kind of just did what I did in undergrad. Obviously, more. Um, I studied more than what I would have for a test in undergrad, but I'll go read through. All of our lectures are recorded audio, um, on audio files online, so um, I would go to class. Obviously, class is not optional, but to me, it just helps. So being in there, you're um, listening to it and hearing it, and then you can go home and re-listen to it, which is what I do. And I highlight everything on the slides and write notes in the margins. And um, I mean, that worked. I passed my first test. <laughs> Definitely not, not any numbers to brag about, but I am passing, which is, you know, awesome. I'm doing better, though. I'm finally getting into my groove. I got an um, an A on my quiz today, which I'm really proud about. <laughs> Good job. But... Yeah, I just I've had to change and perfect some things, and I've been making a lot of flashcards. And um, I mean, I feel like I go to Walmart probably once a week to get highlighters and note cards. Those are my I'm a um, visual learner, so I like bright colors and things that stand out. And I have a whiteboard I draw pathways out on, um, list antibiotics and everything. That that kind of stuff works for me. And like I said, I listen to the lectures too. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's what's been the the best thing about school so far? Um besides the pink stethoscope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a yeah, that's a that's a plus. We got to pick our own stethoscopes. It's just the feeling that the best thing is knowing that you're I'm here and it's happening and my dreams are coming true. I know that I have a lot of strenuous and ex- you know, difficult work ahead of me, but I just know, I don't, it just, it's still, I mean, it's set in, but it just, it just doesn't seem real. I don't know that you're actually on your way to becoming a doctor and you can go out in the field in two years. You just, you know, got to get these two years under your belt, which is, it's hard, but like I said, we're moving along. Have you been to anatomy um, lab yet? We actually haven't started anatomy yet. We start that in um, September. We do, I forget what it's called. It's not by blocks. So farm, we're doing farm and biochem and physiology and clinical um, and microanatomy right now. All that's, it's like a um, combined course. Actually, you know what? Let me go back to your one question. The best thing so far is being able to interact with patients. We've actually already had standardized patient encounters, which is awesome. We got to go in the room and it was just basically gathering information, you know, asking about their medical history, their social history, and um, getting some information 
from um, whatever they're presenting to us. So like onset, duration, location of all of the, um, the symptoms they're presenting to you. That's been awesome. That makes you, you know, really feel like you're a student doctor. So that's, that's definitely been the best part so far. That's awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> so I want uh, one last question I want to ask you. When I think when we talked last time, you had mentioned that you really didn't even know what DO was when you were first applying for and looking into medical schools. And now you're at a DO school. What have your eyes been opened up to the DO philosophy? Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. I think there's a reason I'm here. And as we are learning about, you know, the um, principles of osteopathic medicine, I just feel like my beliefs coincide more with their view and all of the standpoints that they go by. It's just a personal preference. I mean, like we've mentioned before, it's the same thing. They can do all the same things, prescribe medication, perform surgery, go into any, um, you know, specialty. It's just, it's, I, it's, I fit more the DO route and I'm learning more and more as it goes. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually I love OMT. So, and I'm an athlete, so it's I actually didn't even know that it's been used on me before. My family, one of my family physicians, I have two actually. They work at the same practice, but one's a DO. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that he was doing OMT, which we've already started as well, which is awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I am so excited for you. I love seeing all your updates on Twitter, and and I, I want to thank you for jumping on here and giving all the listeners a, a quick little update. Yeah, no problem. I hope I'm not too annoying. It's so exciting. <laughs> no, <laughs> on Twitter. It, I, I I think I mean the goal is ultimately to give others out there encouragement, and those that are struggling with their MCAT scores, or struggling with their GPAs, or struggling with their applications. To know that there there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. And obviously my MCAT score was one of my weaknesses. And I just, it is possible. It's how much you want it and how hard are you willing to work for it and that you'll do anything to achieve that goal. So I think that's important to keep in mind for all of those listening. Well, folks, that was the short little snippet with Martini, also known as Med School Queen on Twitter. Don't uh, don't bother her too much on Twitter. She's a busy medical student. She needs to spend her time studying and not answering questions on Twitter, even though she still does. Um, she's very helpful. So hopefully uh, you got a little inside look at what it's like to be a beginning medical student. Thanks for joining us.